All right, everyone, welcome to episode 16. Today I have Ashley, who is a recent Alabama graduate, uh, played softball for the Crimson Tide, had an outstanding career. With all your accolades, it seems like you were really, uh, you know, made an impact during your college career, academically and athletically. But before you went to Alabama, uh, you were at Ohio State for three years. You know, so what what was the difference between playing at Ohio State versus playing at Alabama? Um, you know, honestly, both are high-level programs, big Power 5 schools. Um, so there were a lot of similarities in that aspect as far as class size, like the academic stuff. Um, I would say in the SEC, though, there's definitely more of an emphasis on softball. It's kind of more of a bigger deal than in the Big Ten. Right. So it was kind of different to see how softball is almost spotlighted in a way. Um, the fan bases are like night and day difference like it's almost crazy um obviously at Ohio State they all love their Buckeye sports but at Alabama it's like softball is its own thing right um so it was just really cool to see like the support from outside sources as well as our own family and friends okay nice and so what went into your decision deciding to transfer from Alabama you know you started 103 games uh for the Buckeyes and was hitting at 303 which is impressive and you made all Big Ten freshman team in 2019 uh, while you were at Ohio State as well. So what went into your decision to transfer, and why did you choose Alabama during that process? Um, honestly, there were a lot of things that kind of went into that. Um, but I think most importantly for me, it was mental health. I know that's super common, and it's like a word that's used a lot nowadays, especially in sports. Right, right, um, for sure. But over my three years, I would say it's kind of all built up in – like, that's pretty much the one thing that I can sum it up into. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, that I'm going to love you as much on the day that you're over for as I would on the day that you're four for four, regardless of what your performance looks like. Like, um, and that was kind of like the moment where I was like, okay, like, this is like where I need to be because who doesn't want to hear that? I mean, as an athlete, and a lot of times it's easy to get caught up in that. Um, so it was refreshing to hear him say that. Okay, nice. Yeah. What was the, so what was the most memorable moment? that you had during your time in Tuscaloosa? It could be with your coaches. It could be with your teammates. You know, you guys going to the, you know, postseason tournament. Um, it could be a lot. you got a lot to choose from, right? Yeah, no, there's yeah. a lot of moments because that was one thing this year. My goal was to be in the moment, every moment. And so it just feels like there's so many things I could pull from. Right. But I would say our third game against Georgia in our series this spring, we it was a perfect game. Our pitcher threw a perfect game. And we run rolled them, but just seeing like the reaction because no one knew it was a perfect game until the end. Like we knew that she was throwing a no hitter, but no one really has that like there were no errors, no hits, right. like nothing, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like just that celebration was like so special because it's such a rare moment. Like it rarely happens in sport and baseball or softball. Right. Um, and it, I had never experienced it before, so I think that was probably the coolest. Okay. Nice. From an individual standpoint, you know, during your softball career, did you ever felt like you had something to prove uh, or something that fueled you to, to take your game to the next level? Um, I think transferring, once I realized, like, okay, I'm going to the University of Alabama, um, who they have a pretty good program. Like, I would say, like, they're pretty well-known and um, have a pretty large following. Right, and for sure. And they're typically pretty successful. Um, so I was like, you know, I'm going to have to up my game. And if I'm going to go in there and I'm not going to play or I'm not going to be 
what I think I want to be. If I'm going to be a role player, then I'm going to be the best role player they have. Or if I'm going to be a cheerleader, I'm going to be the best cheerleader they have. But they're never going to tell me that it wasn't because I worked hard. Okay. Um, and I think that kind of idea was really what pushed me to like step my game up even more um, and kind of push myself hard, like harder and more. Okay. Did you feel like you was loved? Like like you said earlier, you felt like you was loved more from your coaches. Did you feel like you have more of a personal connection with your coaches at Alabama did you did at Ohio State? Um, I was close with some of my coaches at Ohio State. Okay. Um, that's something that is super important to me. But I would say just on a day-to-day basis at Alabama, yes. Um, I always think about like, Coach Allie um, Tabbitt. She's our assistant. One okay. time she's calling me, and I, like, call or answer. And she's like, oh, nothing. Like, I was just driving home and thought of you and wanted to say hi. Like, it's just, like, little things like that. Um, and that's, like, my personality. Like, I love when people do that. That's, like, mm-hmm. I just love to be, like, thought of, I guess. So, like, that made my day. And I think little things like that um, are just more prevalent at Alabama than they were previously. Right, because when I was in college, like, I went to Wittenberg. It's, like, a small school in Ohio. And, uh, like, sometimes, like, our coach would just, like, he like, just called me in just to talk about life, not just about basketball. And I feel like that, that helped me as a man from, like, a character standpoint. So for you to to elaborate on that, that's awesome. Um, I just feel like, I mean, that's why I asked. I just feel like you have more of a connection with your coaches at Alabama. But saying that you were close to your coaches at Ohio State is, is, is great as well. Um, I think struggling with my own mental health as well as seeing other people struggle with theirs. You know, we had um, a couple cases of some, like, suicidal um, thoughts and attempts on the team. Um, And I think learning how to, like, see that and then also, like, feel the feelings associated with that because even though they all lived, and praise God, but um, it's like grieving someone who is still there. And I think learning how to navigate those feelings while also having to perform at a high level, also keeping up with schoolwork and, like, how seeing how all those things kind of collide in moments of, um, I guess, like, I want to say confusion. I don't even know really what the right word to describe it was. Mm -hmm. But it was trying to navigate that and then also trying to help people in the process because I was a team captain. So it's like you have people looking to you for confidence, but it's like, where, what do you do when you don't even have the confidence you need? Right, exactly. So I think trying to, uh, trying to figure out how to do that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I struggled. I won't even lie. I struggled like really, really bad for probably five or six months. Me too. Um, which I guess now looking back is like acceptable. Like, I mean, it's valid. Like you, anyone would struggle in that moment. Um, but yeah, I'd say that was the hardest for sure. What's your, uh, perspective on mental health? Cause uh, like, um, there, there's been a lot of, you know, like, like you mentioned, there's been a lot of suicide cases in the past months. You know, there's multiple athletes who've been, who took, who took their own lives because I mean, obviously sometimes counseling doesn't help. And so what do you think, uh, you know, to help another athlete out, like, what do you think they should do? And what, like, what's your perspective on mental health? And how can we improve that within the, you know, sports industry? Yeah, um, mental health obviously has a really big place part, you know, with what I've been through. I think it's a, it's a silent killer, really. Like, and um, a lot of times it's obviously worse than what people want to talk about um, to mm-hmm. that person. But I would say that, you know, emphasizing the person over the player, and it sounds so cliche, but that's honestly the biggest thing, because I think about my teammates and when they finally, like, truly voiced how they were feeling, whether it was before or after a situation that happened, um, that was the biggest thing. Like, you know, I just felt like I was I was softball, essentially, as silly as that sounds. Like, they saw me for my performance, and if I wasn't performing good enough, then I'm not good enough. And then um, it just, like, spiraled them. And it's obviously hard to hear because it's like, 
a human and you see so much more like I look at my teammates and the last thing that I see is softball like I see so many other things so I think um just trying to find a way to like preach that to athletes and also get your coaches involved with it too because I mean I struggled with it coming in freshman year you're almost so eager to like please everybody around you you're so eager to kind of prove your worth like you're worth their investment right and I know like came from my own standpoint if I had a bad practice, I had, like, a day. Like, everything was, like, yeah, tied together in that course. way. Um, and I found a lot of my self-worth in softball because it's, like, you come in as a freshman and you're, like, I want to prove myself. Like, right. uh, like I don't want them to think that they waste time and they wasted money on me. So exactly. you come in and it's, like, you're trying so hard for something, but you're also never really taught how to, like, react when you fail. Right. And so failing to me meant, like, I'm failing. And so I was, like, well, now what? And I just felt really lost because of that. Okay. Um, so I just think more like conversations about that would be huge. Okay, nice, nice. So co- correlating to mental health, you know, sometimes athletes have anxiety before games. And if you go into a big time program, that's what comes with it. You know, you have televised games, you have games that are, you know, televised on social media, on TV, you know, on streaming platforms, all that good stuff. Have you Have you ever had like a anxiety problem before a game and how did you manage that if you didn't have an anxiety problem how did you manage your nerves to um you know to go away and so you could lock in on a task at hand um i wouldn't really say i had like extreme anxiety i think everything i had was pretty normal um mm-hmm. like a little bit nervous and like pre-game butterflies kind of the yeah. same things i still have now even four years later but I think when I was really struggling off of the field and when my performance started to kind of plummet as a result of that, right. um, it took me kind of like admitting the fact that I was struggling in general. I did like walk up to someone and be like, hey, I'm struggling. I don't know why, because we always want to know the whys. Um, but for me, it was just asking for help and being like, hey, this is how I'm feeling. Like, please help me. Like, please talk me through it. Please just sit down with me, whether it's before the game, whether it's at coffee after the game, like whatever it might be. Just like be present and just like listen. And I think that's helped me a lot. Okay, nice, nice. What what advice would you give to an athlete who is going through it right now? Um, I would I would say that your worth isn't in your performance ever, and it never will be, and that you're so much more than your sport. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also would say that you know, struggles normal, and like it, it happens to everybody. You know, you never see no MLB players batting a thousand. Right. I don't think, and mm-hmm. there was they probably I don't even know what they would be doing. It's probably not playing the MLB but um no one's perfect and you're never going to be and perfection is like a standard that's unachievable for anyone um and I think just realizing that and learning that it's okay to fail and to learn how to fail with grace is super important okay nice and I, I got another question for you uh so do you feel like there's a big difference between how women athletes are treated and how men athletes are treated uh when it comes um, especially when it just when it comes to popularity when it comes to not just money, but just like the attention of the game, uh, how they're treated from the media and stuff like that. Because I feel like I feel like there's a big difference. Like I had Annalise Rio; she's the strength and conditioning coach for the Connecticut Sun, and she talked about how how bad it is for some of those WNBA players to like travel commercial, you know, not flying private, flying in on the same day they have their game. Uh, so. You being a woman athlete going to a big time college like like Alabama, did you ever felt like disrespected as a woman athlete that y'all didn't get the same purse as the men athletes that y'all uh, that that went to Alabama as well? 
Yeah, personally, um, I've never really seen an issue with it. Alabama, our coach is also so big on, he's like, if you feel like you're ever being treated unequally, like, tell me. Right. And he's going to fix it. And he preaches that all the time. He's like, you know, if the guys are going to take their shirts off in the weight room, then, like, the, and I don't want to say, like, why can't the girls? Obviously, like, girls don't usually work out in sports bras and right. But, like, make it equal. Like, if the girls have to wear their shirts, so do the guys. If the girls can't have their shoulders showing, so do the guys. Right. Um, if the guys get protein smoothies after the lip, so do the girls. And he's just, like, so adamant on that. And he's willing to call, like, people out and speak for us. So I think that's helped a ton. Mm-hmm. But I know, like you said, looking overall, um, women athletics, you do see a big difference in the funding. And, yes. like you said, commercial flights fine and on gamebership with college softball um has like skyrocketed within the last couple years i think it might have even had more views than the baseball college world series last year yeah so i think that's the difference but i also think there's a lot of progress being made which is really cool especially in softball and i know that's a really big conversation with our team right now um and so just finding more ways to kind of help out with that but i think there's a difference for sure okay did you you only played one season at alabama right Yes, but I'm coming back for one more season to get oh. my master's. Oh, so you got like a fifth year. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. nice, nice, nice. How far did you guys make it this year? Uh, We lost in regionals. Okay, who'd y'all lose to? Stanford. Stanford. And who's the toughest team that you had to play all year? Was it Stanford or, or who was it? Uh, oh, that's tough. We played a lot. I think the majority of our games were against ranked opponents. So, you know, every... Every series, every game is like a battle, especially in the SEC, which was another thing that was different for me going into it. Right. Um, but if I had to pick one game that I thought was probably the toughest game, like dog fight type of thing, I would say Florida State. Florida State. What conference do you think that is tougher uh, competition-wise? Is it the Big Ten or SEC when it comes to softball? Oh, SEC. SEC? Okay, 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 nice. So what, I'm going to leave you with this last question, and I'll get you off of here. So what are the goals for you next year individually, and what do you want to accomplish that you already haven't accomplished? As a, It could be individually or a team, uh, from a team perspective. You know, going into your last year, uh, you know, it's going to be full of emotion. You got to take it all in, soak it all in. So what do you want to accomplish? About goals for me isn't necessarily performance. It's more just like enjoy every single moment like I said earlier because finding my love for the game again was huge especially coming from the situation that I was in um and once I found it I was like I never was in because going into Alabama I was fully set on I'm gonna graduate I'm gonna be done with softball I barely it was either transfer or quit mm-hmm. um and I I didn't even know what I wanted to do at the time oh after so, house day yes yeah oh you think about quitting yeah I was, oh, yeah, really? I'm so glad I did it. I know, like, praise Jesus, I did it because yeah. I would miss out on, like, the experience of a lifetime. Right. But I think just taking the time to, like, focus on the people. Like, my teammates are some of the greatest humans I think I've ever met. Um, sure. And they've, like, enhanced. So I think just taking the time to kind of soak in each moment and not get too high, not get too low, and learn to just, like, somewhere in between. Our coach also preaches that and just take every moment for what it's worth because it's going to be gone fast and it's it's hard to see like career and think i only have one market left and um, okay. yeah oh my gosh i'm sad now but <laughs> i don't know just enjoy every moment no personally. no no for sure but, you definitely um, gotta enjoy every moment so are you think you guys are talented enough to win a national championship next year or to take it to that level 
Absolutely. Yeah, I think um, that's one thing that's cool about Alabama is, you know, that's never you can have that competition and no one ever thinks you're crazy. Um, especially with softball, you know, the game never yeah. knows who's supposed to win. Um, but I think definitely we'll be talented enough to make a run for it. Okay. And then here's the last question, I promise. Um, where do you see where do you see yourself in five years? I know that's that might be a tough question and I'm the type of person to live, you know, day by day and I think about the future. But where do where do you really see yourself in the future after you after the softball is done? Um, I really wanna coach. I, I'm still torn between whether I wanna be a strength and conditioning coach or kinda of going to college softball. I haven't really decided yet. Okay. But um uh, those two are definitely where my heart is, and with softball, I think it'd be really cool to kind of get back to the game because it's given a lot to me, and it deserves that. So hopefully in a coaching position, I don't know where, um, mm-hmm. but I guess that's someone can use Someone can use it with your background and your resume. Don't worry about that. Someone's the right person to find you. You too I good. So. You too good not to be a coach. I hope so. Nah, yeah, but, but thank you for coming on. I appreciate that. Good luck next year. Uh, I'll stay in contact with you, but good luck next year. Good luck with your off-season training, and I just wish nothing but the best for you.